Hey there, this is Quintessential 2, and I am here to finally give my review for P-Valley. Now, I have attempted to record some parts of the review earlier, but I always got distracted or something else was going on. So hopefully I can get through this discussion about P-Valley and the season finale and um, looking forward to season two. So season two has, you know, if you didn't know, season two, there will be a season two. And there are some questions that still need to be answered for the next season. There are people that we didn't even see in the season finale. Um, not that they are of, of importance at this point. Corbin, for example, who is one of the three brothers, he is the biracial one. And he wasn't in the season finale, but I think that we're going to see a little bit more of him now that the, well, you know, the pink has been saved, but Let's go ahead and talk about how the episode, you know, what happened. So we got Little Murda and Mississippi, they doing their performance. We have um, Haley in the back with Montavious, and, you know, he's giving her a hard time. Basically, he wants to kill her. He wants to get, get the money that she stole from him, and then he wants to kill her. That's what's going on in the back in the Paradise Room. We got Mercedes. She is dealing with her guy, you know, the coach, he has been, you know, he's one of her big time um, clients, if you will, or uh, uh, individuals that that's a fan of hers. I don't know how you would call them clients, fans, whatever the case may be. When the coach is there at the pink, he is there to see Mercedes. So he's there, they're in their little side room, having their discussion. She's doing her dance. You got, who's supposed to be at the front door. You have Diamond and you have Big Al that they're supposed to be at the front door. Initially they were, but you know, Big Al, remember he's trying to do this little side hustle because he doesn't know what's gonna happen to the pink, okay? He's not really um, sure. At this point in time, it doesn't look like the pink is gonna be saved, okay? So it's like for him, he's gotta get something else going on because he doesn't have, I guess he feels like options in the job market are extremely slim for him. So he's like, look, I'm going to do this holding this, this, these, these drugs somewhere. Now, I'm just trying to understand where exactly was he going to hold these drugs and how is this going to benefit Uncle Clifford? And since the thinking is the pink is going to be auctioned, where were the drugs going to be held? Like, how was he going to pull that off if they're going to if they're going to lock the place up? I don't know. That was kind of strange because I didn't get it. But, you know, nonetheless, he is dealing with that. And then you have Diamond, who is doing both the door, as well as he's got to be on duty to watch the girls in the club. It's too many moving parts here. It's too many pieces to the puzzle that are not coming together. Um, so, like I said, we got uh, Diamond, not Diamond, I'm sorry, Mississippi and Little Murder out on the floor. They doing their thing. Little Murder is having a great time. Uncle Clifford is just hyped and just twirling around and just all into it because, you know, Uncle Clifford is falling for Little Murder, honey. He is here. But let's remember, Little Murder is still in the DL. Okay? I think his real name was Lamarcus and or Lamarcus or Marcus. I don't know. But whoever, whatever his real name is, I'll say Lamarcus for now. 
LaMarcus is into and wants to be with a Clifford. Lil Murda is this gangster rapper who is hyper-masculine. Being gay isn't, isn't the setup here that we're looking for when it comes to Lil Murda. So keep those things in mind because as we move forward, talking with this um, record executive or label executive, I guess, he can't show his hand as far as being in a, in, a, in a relationship with another man. He just can't do that. So the record executive or the labor representative is there birthed by, by virtue of the manager, Wuda. Wuda invited the record executive and there he's there and he's looking around. He sees the place is hyped. He likes what he sees. And then he looks up and he sees Mississippi on the pole. Once again, he really likes what he sees. And it ain't because Lil Murder is doing such a great job. It's like he likes Mississippi on that pole. They get in the back. He wants to have a conversation with, well, really Mississippi, but they get in the back. Mississippi is walking on. Her boyfriend, who is the abuser, is there, Derek. And he's trying to talk to Mississippi, and she kind of just, you know, keeps going like she didn't hear him. But she knew, she heard him, but she ignored him because she don't go and see what's going on. Mississippi wants to get put on. Mississippi wants to get her fame and her fortune and, and move forward because she likes the attention that she's getting. And she's getting a lot of likes and a lot of attention. She's ready. They get in there into the VIP area. And let me tell you something. The manager was terrible. Okay. Oh, the, not the manager. The uh, label executive really wasn't about two dead flies. I don't even know how much power he has. I think the only thing he could do was look to see what was going on and put in a good word and see what happens there. I don't think he has any real power. And he gets in there, but he's trying to act like he knows so much. He has so much power and he's talking down to everyone else in there. Like they don't know what a 360 deal is. And talking about Nike opportunities and Adidas and all this other, you know, advertising and Mercedes, uh, Mercedes, Mississippi is all the way into it. And Alberta's kind of like, okay, you, okay, okay. Here comes Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford comes in there, puts his hand on little Murder's shoulder and, you know, try and, and says, hey, I'm just coming here to check to see how everything's going, everybody doing. And honey, little murder cut Uncle Clifford off immediately. Like, uh-uh, we here we are conducting business. Like, basically, you need to move on. Oh, honey, Uncle Clifford was all in. All, well, I, I, th I think Uncle Clifford's non-binary, so all in her feelings. She didn't care. She was like, oh, okay then. And then she told uh, Mississippi, you got, you know, one of your favorite customers is out here, or clients or whatever. They out here looking for you. And she was like, yeah, okay, thank you. Baby, Uncle Clifford got dismissed, and he did not like that at all. Honey, he got an attitude, went back into this office, was so into his feelings, started pouring, you know, some whiskey and trying to calm himself down. He was not here for it. Not at all. Then you got Back in the VIP area, they still talking, and we're finding out more and more about this label executive who ain't about two dead flies, and and really, he is only interested in Mississippi, and I don't know if it's because he really wants to be with Mississippi in a sexual manner, and or did he really have an opportunity that he could present to her that she could take? Because I'm, I'm just curious to know what his real intentions were, because it clearly wasn't about little murder, and he even said, 
a little murder comes a dime a dozen. I can see 10 of those a day. But Mississippi is something different. So I don't know. Then he even said we can get new management and get a new uh, partnership and new producers. Very disrespectful. A mess. So Wooda was like, you can go because you're not being any of use to us. And then Mississippi goes out and talks to Derek, who, uh, you know, he grabs her and he's telling her we need to leave now. And she was like, well, I got to make this money. And he was like, you need to be in the car. Just a mess. And Diamond is watching this entire interaction as it's taking place. All right. Meanwhile, little Murda goes and talks to Uncle Clifford to try to smooth things over. And Uncle Clifford is like, you know what? This ain't working. You claim that you want to be out front, but yet when it's when we have the opportunity to be up front, you decide that that ain't what you want to be on. You get all into your feelings. You act like you don't even know who I am. You know, basically, he was giving that kind of conversation. And here is the thing. Uncle Clifford, you know this man is on the DL still. I understand what the conversations were. I understand you guys want to be on the up and up, and you had your reservations about it because you felt like in the area that you live in, it's dangerous. So, you know, you just weren't so sure that this was going to work. But now... I guess your feelings have taken over and you want to be like, okay, this is my man. This is my thing going on here. And Lil Murder is not, he's, he's thinking about his career and he's not ready to bring that part of him out. He's just not there. And I don't understand how Uncle Clifford didn't see that or didn't realize that. I felt like Uncle Clifford pushed the narrative too hard, too fast. It was the wrong move to make. And he put himself in a situation where he got his feelings hurt. Quite frankly, under, really, he shouldn't even been dating Little Murder. You know, even though I do like them together, but given the fact that Little Murder is still in the closet, it was not going to work out in his favor. It just wasn't. So anyway, he pretty much dismissed Little Murder. I don't know where that relationship is going to go in the next season. Um, I got the impression that. Uncle Cliff will probably get a new love interest. This is where I'm thinking. He probably will get a new love interest. And Little Murder is going to be on the back burner for a little while. Okay? Because whoever the new love interest will be, and I hope they introduce a new love interest from uh, Uncle Clifford, is going to be someone who's out and not ashamed of being out. Okay? I think that, and, and, and we know Uncle, Cl Uncle Clifford is looking for love. And all of that. So I think that's what's going to happen next season with Uncle Clifford and his relationship. I think that Little Murder mm, going to be on the back burner for quite some time because I don't think they see it for you know it's just not happening right. They're they're in two different places. Okay, so that's it for that part of the thing for right now. Now we got um we got Diamond watching watching Mississippi or Keyshawn and her guy. The guy goes into the bathroom. Diamond meets up with the guy in the bathroom. They end up getting into a fight. Okay? They end up fighting. While they end up fighting, you got Big Al back there with the Oxycontin man. You got now Mercedes has made her, well, before she even gets in the room, there was a young man who used to be the one that wore the ankle bracelet for the guy named, um, for Mercedes' other friend. I think it, they called him Man or whatever. Man and messed up. He's in jail. Okay. So he's back in jail. 
but he did give the flyer, the uh, missing person flyer. He gave it to this young man and he told him to get it to Mercedes and she'll know what to do. And sure enough, he got that to the club. Now, I didn't think he was going to be able to get in. But Diamond was like, before this, before Diamond got to the fight, Diamond let him in. He's like, you know what? It's the last night of this of the club being open. Go on, go on in there, boy. So he let him in. And he went directly to where Mercedes was, you know, I guess he knew where Mercedes hung out at in the club. He went there. He gives Mercedes the information. And Mercedes runs to go get help. There's no one around to give help in the office. She goes to Uncle Clifford. He ain't around. She going to, you know, she running around trying to find Diamond. Big Nobody's around. So she takes upon herself to go into the uh, Paradise Room herself to try to handle the situation because she knows what's going on. She knows that Haley is in trouble. So she gets in there. She brings champagne. And the guy was like, my table said, look, we didn't order any um, champagne. She was like, oh, that's compliments of the Paradise Room. So she comes in there. Now, she, I, I don't know what she thought she was going to do. But they get to dancing, doing their thing, making sure they tops us off. So they're, you know, because that was against the rules. That's supposed to get attention. But again, you know, like I said, um, the first time that Uncle Clifford saw on the cameras, that Haley was in there with a top off. She called for Diamond to go in there and to get that together. Diamond wasn't around. So then she calls up. Now she comes back to the office and now she sees Mercedes in there. She sees things is not going right. And they fighting and carrying on up in there now because, you know, he don't, he, he's like, she don't, Mercedes don't let it be known that I know who this is. Her name is Haley and you're a problem. So that, so they get to fight. Long story short, they get to fight. Uncle Clifford gets the gun from the little, you know, they were collecting all the items that, that you can't bring in the club. So he gets a gun. He goes back there into the paint. They all get into fighting. Everybody's fighting back there. And in the midst of the fight, the doors close. We, we see Diamond and Derek are fighting. A gunshot goes off. Now, I wasn't sure who had the gun. Did Diamond have a gun? Did Derek have a gun? A, a gun goes across the floor. Then we hear more gunshots, and that's from the Paradise Room. So Big Al, I believe, runs to the Paradise Room. And Yeah, because Big Al runs to the Paradise Room, and he sees blood that comes from underneath the door. And then Keyshawn comes in after Gidget goes out there and says, Diamond and Derek are fighting. Kashan runs in there with the gun that she stole from Haley. And she pulls the gun on Derek. I'm not Derek. On uh, Diamond says, get up off of him. Now, here's the thing. Haley, before we move any further, Haley had told Montavious that the money that she took was in um was in the bank. He didn't believe it. He was like, you mean to tell me they, they believe that you have that kind of money from dancing up here at this club. I don't think so. So she's like, okay, really? It's in the, I kept it here in the locker. I need to go get it. This is why he was holding um, Mercedes hostage. She had the uh, broken glass, the champagne bottle up to her neck. He said, I'll kill her if you're not back here in five minutes. So she, so Haley had ran to the locker. Haley runs to the locker and she looks for the gun. It's not there. She panics, she puts on her clothes. She takes the money and she gets in the car. She's like, I'm ready to bounce. Montavious tells Mercedes, I guarantee you she's not going to come back. She's a runner. Well, it looked like that was what, what, what 
Haley was going to do, but Haley decided to come back. She had a change of heart. Her conscience got the best of her, and she comes back in there. That's why um, Haley was back in there wearing her street clothes as opposed to just having on her stripper outfit. Now we got Haley, we have um, Uncle Clifford, and we got Montavious, Uncle Clifford, Haley, and Montavious, and uh, Mercedes all in the Paradise Room. Someone gets shot. There were three shots. We don't know at this point who got shot. All right, it goes to the next day. Next day, we see Grandma Ernestine on the front porch. She's in all black. She's she's in, she's sad and all this. And then Uncle Clifford comes out dressed in all black. So it's like, okay, where are we going? They're on their way to the auction. So they're dressed in all black. It's like the funeral for the pink, so to speak. So here they go to the um, city auction house or whatever. And... They get there. All the other girls are there, all dressed in black. Andre comes in with, you know, his the mayor, his godfather, and his wife. I think her name is Bridget or Brandy. Anyway, his wife. And the mayor is wearing all red. <laughs> you know, he's wearing red, you know, because he represents evil. He represents the devil. He's there. Who's not there? Keyshawn. We don't know what happened to her. And Mercedes. Now, Mercedes, she's distraught. She's out of sorts. She's upset. She goes runs to her mother. And shes I think she went there to ask for forgiveness. I get the impression Mercedes is the one that shot and killed Montavious because she's too shaken up. She's really, really out of sorts. She goes to her grandmother to talk to her. I'm not grandmother. Her mom, her mom don't even want to hear it. Her mother's not interested. She don't want to hear it. And she dismisses her. She was like, you're dead to me. Remember that? From, um, you know, I, that's all I can say to that. That was terrible. That was terrible. So we get back to the auction. And they start the bidding. And really, Andre didn't even have to do anything beyond. When they said 55K, they could have went and he could have raised his paddle and, and just bid at the 55K and would have been done with it. But he wanted to do 56K. Okay, here come Haley. She shows up in the back, and she starts bidding. They're going back and forth. Now, Andre tells the mayor, I, I, I only have been given 200K to work with. Okay? I have to call to get permission to go beyond that. And when Haley said 250K, he had already started calling the guy, the, um, the guy who was behind Promised Land. He had already called him. And the guy answers, but he looks over at Haley. And I really believe he was, you know, when he looked at Haley, he he didn't say anything to the guy. He just hung up. I think that he realized that what Haley was saying was right and that he should be giving back to the community and all that. So he didn't say, he didn't ask for any more money. So we don't know if he would have got more money or not. And Haley wins and she gets the pink. Honey, the mayor is beyond 10 shades in the wind angry all right he storms out he's talking to andre telling andre you need to fix this and you need to do this and you need to do that andre trying to explain to him some mess that didn't make any sense the mayor's not here for it he ain't trying to hear what andre got to say that's that that that's considered to be an excuse he wants answers and he wants it to be fixed that's all the mayor's interested in 
So Haley comes out. Everybody's coming out. Someone says, you know, mm, is she going to be our new boss? Yes, she is. Um, so she's standing up there, and Andre stands, and he, gl he glances over at Haley. And Haley looking back at him. Well, the wife, Andre's wife, she's looking at all this. She don't peep that. Because Andre's wife only showed up down there because she had a suspicion that Andre was not on the up and up. That last conversation where he hung up on her, she already had accused him of being down there messing around with somebody anyway. And he denied it, okay? So she did a pop-up, showed up at his at his hotel room, all right? Because she needed to figure out what's really going on, what's the tea. So she had her suspicions. And even after he came back to the hotel and they had sex, it wasn't the same. You could tell, she could tell, like, this was different. And now she has her suspicions are confirmed. She saw what time it was, so she walks on out. So we know that relationship is done, it's over, it's dead. They didn't say anything. They didn't have to. It was all in the eyes. They was talking through the eyes. <laughs> so in now Haley and, and um, you know, Haley's talking to Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford's like, why did you do it? He, she said, because I owed you. She said, now you owe me. I don't know why he would owe her. But anyway, they get back to the pink. They got to clean up. It's a mess. The grandma's there. Grandma asked Haley if she wanted to drink. She was like, no, I don't drink. She said, what kind of hoe are you? <laughs> and then uh, she asked for a name. And, you know, she says, Haley. And she was like, oh, close enough. It was, you know, because she called her a hoe. Mm. They talk, and here come Mercedes. Uncle Clipper said, girl, you just can't get your last dance from here, now can you? And you still see Mercedes is so... She's distraught, okay? She is totally distraught. And she asked her Uncle Clifford, well, it's taken care of. He said, everything's taken care of. So about last night, and then, you know, the grandmother said, last night was last night. It's over. We're on a new day. So they didn't even let her even try to talk about last night. And, and, and we're just going to move forward with the way things are. And that's just the way it ended. That is the way it ended. Look, I'm interested in seeing this partnership between Haley and Uncle Clifford. I don't know if that's going to be a good thing. I mean, I'm glad she saved the pink, but ooh, I think they're going to bump some major heads here. I don't think this is going to be as nice as it appears to be. I just don't think it's going to be that nice. I don't think Haley's as nice of a person as she comes across to being. But we're going to find out. Mercedes is going to need some counseling. She ain't going to be, her head's not in the game. She's going to need counseling. You know, she took someone's life. And she's always about, you know, sticking to certain a certain moral code. Well, she done broke it with the murdering someone, but it was in self-defense. I'm, I'm almost assured it's in self-defense. It wasn't like she set out to go and kill this man. He tried to kill her. We don't know for certain that um, Mercedes was the shooter, but based on the way she's acting, it seems as though that is the case. That's it for P-Valley. See you next season.